right, and we're back for day two of Giant Bomb's Game of the Year 2012 deliberations. Uh, everyone's still here. I'm Ryan Davis. Uh, we got Brad Shoemaker, Vinny Caravella, yep. Jeff Gerstman, Howdy. and Patrick Klepek. Still here. All right, let's uh, jump feet first into our first category, which is Walking Dead episode of the year. As uh, probably, uh, I'd say, the most successful piece of uh, episodic video game content. To date. To date. Uh, I feel like we have, a, I mean, we have a list here. There's five things on the list, but if I could add a sixth. Drobot? <laughs> I feel like Drobot belongs somewhere. I didn't like the choices he made going into <laughs> Giants. All right. He, he chose to become a light core. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's probably. It's good Drobot. Yeah. Paragon Drobot. Paragon Drobot. <laughs> I, think I just thought the death of the Drobot was really unsatisfying and just it felt abrupt. And But the reincarnation of Drobot in his light core form, I think, you know, like kind of nullifies that criticism. But it's just that was just to sell more toys. Like it's so transparent. Just like yeah. Drobot in his light core form. Skylanders all story. I knew he was a Templar. <laughs> I think we just knock one and two off. I think this. I think Walking Dead really, really? two. I, yeah, I don't know about two. I don't though. know. One we, for uh, sure. Everyone can agree that episode one is not. It is the weakest episode. It's yeah. It set everything up. I, and uh, I seem to remember a lot of people talking a lot of mess about episode four. I think that's crazy. I thought episode four. Yeah, was I thought really episode good. four was good. Episode well, four has great uh, moments in terms of like the overall plot. Not as much happens, nah. but like yeah, the attic, the attic scene. But the attic was good. I thought the infiltration. I at, the- at, at the time, you you kept talking about like, oh, this is really just kind of setting up. It, it, yeah. it's, it's all set up for episode five and and not really satisfying on its own. Because well, well, it, 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 it the dramatic moment that oh, ends I on think- is such is like the cliffhanger is such that it's like I don't know how these are going to pay off right. till five. Like you I, can take you can take two especially, but three like. The episodes prior to that, one, two, and three, like they end on a point where it's like, ah, I feel satisfied. All right, like this was an episode, and like four is like such, such a cliffhanger and such. It's like I don't, I don't even know if these paid off. Like they didn't pay off in the episode; they right. pay off as a result of the consequences I, that play I, out in five. I disagree. I yeah. think I think you have that you have that attic scene. You uh, you have the. I mean, all the running around Savannah. The ability to get rid of Dickwad uh, towards the end of it, like you get to call your party. You know, the whole bell tower mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I and, saved him. Yeah, so well, did I. I don't know. You guys are, you guys made bad Vinny. choices. What? What do you? You and me. Yeah, he wanted. Monsters. He wanted to be he let monsters. go. He met. He met a much worse fate in the next episode. <laughs> yep. If you saved him. Yeah. And then I don't have to feel guilty about it. <laughs> and it you have to live and with it that. It wasn't your fault. Fair enough. No. Whatever. I was allowing him to fulfill All right, one purpose ever. So, <laughs> right. let's see. Here, do some you good. Can, ben, do some good for the goddamn group for once. I'm hanging out in your group. In I thought podcast. I thought all the all the backstory around Crawford in episode four was yeah, de- deeply resonant. Like that was another one of those examples mm-hmm. of just like look at the horrible inhumanity these people have been reduced to. Think, yeah, like all the all the uh, like the, the very, doc, yeah the doctor's tape stuff. Was, so so yeah. yeah, so the reveal of the backstory, like so the the ninja girl, I thought was a little ridiculous as far as her like parkour stuff, carrying that like fucking car battery her, her around, ice, her, like her ice her ice pick yeah thing that Little she was survivor. using to like climb yeah. uh, fire escapes and stuff like that. Like she was kind of silly, but. The reveal of her backstory and like the things that she, she was just did. a little her abilities were a little fantastical yeah, for for that's the what basis I mean. of reality that they had established. That's, that's all I mean is that, she, that like point. her ability to kind of scale sheer walls and stuff like uh, that. But I, Patrick, but, to your point, Patrick, still there? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, to to your point, I, I almost feel like the cliffhanger ending of episode four like justified 
like episode four is business in a lot of ways. Episode mm-hmm. four is like, how do we get from the events of episode three to the final episode? And and four, I, I feel like needs to take care of a, a lot of that stuff. I, again, I'm not saying four is bad. I just think two, three, and five but stand I, I above. Think, I think five is a okay. At the end of five, they stick the landing, mm-hmm. and by that I mean the final scene of the whole series. Mm. Otherwise, I think episode five is kind of a weak episode. It's short. It's short, but it's it's just. I don't know, man. Station wagon man is a bunch of bullshit. It's a plot device. It, a bad one. Uh, it is not... You know what? I think I'm with Brad on this. It is I, silly. I, I think the end of episode five... Like, I think all all the four we have there are really solid. I think I think the end of episode five is fantastic. Like but, the last but, five, but, ten but minutes. I think, I they think, did not classify sticking the landing as being, like, hugely important. Like, no, no. It, it, it could have botched... Like, but it, it is, but, but getting, I, the right, the, getting the last five, ten minutes right when the last 90 minutes before that is kind of not great mm. is, is pretty disappointing. Okay, so what are our must-keep episodes? Can we get two of them? Three's not going anywhere. I think, yeah, yeah three three we all agree on. Okay. Uh, like, four, I think... I, just, I really do think four has really great moments in it that aren't just trying to move the narrative along in kind of clunky ways. There's... I think the the attic scene is a great play on what happened with Kenny and the kid, right? That's good mm-hmm. character development. Mm-hmm. I think the part where you guys realize that getting to Atlanta and finding a boat has fallen to shit. Like, that's really good moments of, like, this plan has gone to hell. Yeah, this what whole, this whole plan sucks. Like, the whole part of the, you know, just getting there and having to live through that whole, like, the whole thing is falling apart. Uh, and I, I think going to find finding and discovering this whole other you know town that has gone insane and, and the world has flipped upside down was a world building kind of piece yeah, of writing. And, and I, <clears throat> I especially enjoyed. So for one thing, my stomach was a knot going to Crawford because they built it up. I don't know. You insane people as, who took Clementine with you are 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 crazy. Well, are you left her? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I had trained her, so yeah. she was. Yeah, she's like, that's crazy. And, and I, also Wait, left her with, you, I also gave her a gun. I don't know. You I did leave, leave her with the gun. I left her with the gun. I'm going to leave her alone in a house with a guy who may die yeah. while you're gone and oh, turn yeah. into a zombie. I told her to hide in the closet. Oh, man. She's fine. Oh, I, yeah. gave, I yeah. gave her the gun. Closet's usually a pretty good place to go in a horror film. I, I, just, I gave her the gun, and I told her how. And I told her if anything comes in, shoot him. So I really like all of four. So heading to Crawford alone and making that choice about whether to take her was was just like a real stomach and knots moment. But then getting there and realizing that they had fucked up so bad, seeing seeing the ultimate rejection of their horrible like kind of exclusionist philosophy, right, was kind of satisfying in a way. It was like they they rejected the weakest of society, thinking that it would save them. But in the end, like they were they were just as susceptible to all the bullshit as everybody else. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, well, I feel like we're having this conversation about cutting four or cutting five. What do we? What's keeping two? Two is just like such a classic. Like they do the classic horror tropes so effectively. Like it, it, at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of outcasts that you know in the middle of nowhere that are cannibals. Like that's been done a thousand times if you've watched any horror films. But the idea, usually, what happens in a horror film is. You have no connection to the characters, so everyone is disposable. So the only reason you're watching this is to see what terrible thing happens to some throwaway blonde uh, or who has sex in the film, and then they die. Uh, what's great about The Walking Dead is that, especially in 2, they take a classic horror trope, but you actually give a shit about the characters and like care what's happening to them in something where you know the twist is coming. Like right. once, like once It's coming a million miles away. But it's fun and it's more interesting because it's with these characters you actually know interacting with. And when you make the choice, uh, who gets killed by the salt lick? 
That's the dad. It's yeah, the, but it's the, the, I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, the, the, the shitty, Frank? salty. Huh? Larry. Frank? Larry. Larry. Yeah. Like, when you have the option at the dinner table to have Larry eat the fucking meat. <laughs> I let him do it. I know. So did I. Wait, Fuck do you, him. Do you have to... Um, do you have to also let Clementine eat no, to do no. to make that happen? Really? Yeah. Well, he, Clementine, because yeah. it, it's all it's all like how quickly you get in there, huh? Because Clementine did not eat, but I, because I got in there in time to tell everyone to stop, and yeah. Larry's all fuck you guys, and, and like he's just trying to distract us, blah blah blah. And there's a, a line option to you know what, eat up, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't think I got that. One. And then that's one of those great moments where the game, because uh, Larry's the character where they explore the racial undertones of Lee. And that's a moment where they push it about as far as they ever push it in the game, where there's this uh, there's a line where Larry references Lee's race, and then that's where you're getting the option eat up, Larry. Like that's that's what pisses pushes yeah. you pushes Larry slash you over the line. And I just I just thought it was really great because they, you know, and this comes from a place of just really enjoying horror films, but like seeing something like that and then it be going to a different place because you care about the characters. Um, I, I, I like it's it's separate from like three, four, and five, which are the the larger narrative of right. of it, the Walking Dead two is a little more encapsulated, sure. and that's and that's what I loved about it was it was sort of it doesn't actually matter too much the events of one three four and five like two they kind of just told this sub story, um, and it sets up some of the plot devices like you know when, whether you take the food out of the or the the, the equipment out of the, the yeah, van or not. That's my only knock against two is that you basically end two in basically the same place you started it. Sure, Back I just on. I just don't think the fact that it doesn't move forward is that's a not a, bad. That's thing. not necessarily a bad. Well, because it tells a great story within it, it and, the, and the characters. There's character development that occurs as a result yeah. that is that's played true. out in three. Like three can't happen without Larry's salt lick moment in you're two. You're right. You're right. I, I just well, I guess in that one sense, it does kind of move things forward. Uh, it, it's, but that's it's, true of all you, of them. I I did feel just a, like a hair of frustration at just ending back up at the same motor lodge and still with basically no food. My issue, uh, my only issue with two, well, a couple issues with two. Uh, you're, Patrick, you're right. The the cannibalism thing is telegraphed from a fucking mile away. Yeah. And I didn't love how long it took the characters to to wise up. See, that's it's, that's it's, part of the fun of horror films is like you as the per, as the separated. See, but it's it's person fun. no more. See, but I think that that only works because of the dis- disposable nature of mm. of characters. Like when I do care, it's like, oh, you guys are fucking smarter than this. You're proven you're smarter right. than this up to this point, and yet you're still. Th- that's that's one of my issues. My other issue, which I kind of don't want to get into because it's it's a little uh, mechanical. But there's a, a logical plot hole early on in that episode that uh, ended up kind of bothering me for the rest of it. Um, with regards to when you're checking the fence line, uh, you know, the, the electrified fence line. And yes. at one point you go out of the fence line and then it powers back up. There's no logical reason why it should have turned back on other than they, oh, they never a, even addressed that. Do they? Yeah. They needed a plot. Like it, when it happens, they're like, Oh, one of the brothers turned it back right. on for whatever. But it, that kind of flies in the face of their, their operating procedure right. of, of how they, you know, treat people because the brothers knew you were out there checking the fence <laughs> they, they told they you, asked to go. you to do yeah. it and then that you get back and like your characters don't even be like you know they're not even like what gives why'd you turn the fence on yeah and, and then no also you run back in and leave that gate wide a open gate that the bandits could have just followed you right through you're right that that, that um, stuck out to me too that actually. that stuff you know just yeah. a, in in the moment you're moving and stuff's just kind of happening yeah. but but think about after the fact the that uh that little that little logical inconsistency uh 
kind of kind of bothered me about episode two. Well, At the same time, episode two starts with you hacking off that guy's fucking leg, which yeah. is just whoo. I will say, that's a hot yeah, cup but, of coffee yeah, right there. Episode five starts with you hacking off your own. I know, and that's, that's great true, too. But I, yeah, you're right. I will say it was the bear trap moment in two, and then the thing I wanted to say to slightly rebut your point about how how slow they are on the uptake as far as the cannibalism goes mm-hmm. is the ultimate reveal when it is finally conclusively shown that these people are fucked up is so fucking gnarly. You move that bookcase out of the way. Oh, yeah. 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 And you open that door and Mark is laying there with no legs. Yep. Just yep. like covered in his own blood and like moaning and delirious. Yep. Just doped up. And that was the moment that The Walking Dead had me. But then, but then he like, does that. That was like, when I was locked into that series and I was like, these people need fucking business. I and, have to keep playing this. And the, the <clears throat> you know, the Larry scene, like... Yeah, I'm sitting yeah. there trying to revive him, which and, comes right after that. And you can see like a little shadow, like they even they render it really nicely of like the perspective is just top down. You can see like there's in the periphery, there's some movement or something, and then just bam, just that salt lick fucking drops, yep. and your character and you are both just speech like holy shit. Like suddenly there is a block of salt. Oh where my a god, head used to be yeah. <laughs> like such a it's it's like one of the first great sudden violent ends to a major character right. that, that is that is a probably a defining moment of that series uh, it's one of those times where you at the time you feel like oh i guess i should have done the other choice and maybe this wouldn't have happened and then you later learn no that's just like right. the the authority of the designers placing that upon you but it's they do such a good job of in those moments feel like maybe i could have done it a different way um mm. Mm. i like all these episodes i don't yeah. want to talk bad about them <laughs> You always hurt the ones you love. Is it three, four, and five are like all part of this one arc, yeah. and then two is just this real. Like I'm not going to say that two is the episode of the year, but I feel like two tells this really great kind of encapsulated story that is outside of one, three, four, and five. Um, so do you think two is worth keeping on this list? I'd, I'd be willing to so. save two and cut five. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Mm. So two, three, four. The last ten minutes of five are some of the best stuff in that whole series. Also, the beginning, the the, the choice to chop off your arm is great, but it, I think it it's is. more shocky. It is, it anything. is. They do kind of go for shock value, and also it never leads to anything. You know, yeah, right. Like it's ultimately an impotent choice anyway. Um, but is that I, a the, is that a non optional? No, you can. Uh, do we know? Yeah, if that's, can, yes, I, I did. I did check. You can opt not to do that. You can just run around with both but, arms. And and another thing that is kind of irksome is that it, from what I read, it has basically no bearing at all um, on the episode, other than the way you look. Like sure, like like you notice how how effortlessly he kind of climbs ladders and still basically does everything he needs to do. Yeah, and acts like he's not really in pain much. But there's like one throwaway line. He's like, oh, it feels about like you'd expect it to feel. As he's running around with his blood-soaked bandage on his stump, right. but like it just doesn't have much effect on anything that's happening <clears> after, <throat> just like you know the the horrible trauma of sawing your own arm. My off. only X factor on 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 five here, choosing uh, two over or choosing it over two, uh, is I don't know how this plays out. Sounds like we all had varying group sizes. I, I um, would love to know how it plays out solo. Yeah, I had everyone. Because that's the only real occasion other than the very beginning of the first episode where your character would be on his own. Well, and, and I've seen of, in four where you're by yourself in the sewers. And I would just love well, to can, know how but I like the, Wait, the, did you did you guys have people with you when you sawed your arm off? 
Yeah, I had everyone with I me. Was, I, would, I did that by myself. I went to that morgue alone. What? Oh. You sawed your own arm off? Yeah. Oh, what? They'll do it for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. What? Piece, the pieces are falling into place now. There was a decision that I made that I saw later was made by a very small minority of people, mm-hmm. which was not to tell anybody that you were bitten. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, like, I mean, we're, I know we already locked in on four, but I think like that that was the hardest decision I've probably ever had to make in a, in a game that allows you to make decisions. Like, I, f- mm-hmm. I fucking panicked. Uh, I, which is I funny because the reason most people, like, like, when I would talk to them about that game... They regretted giving you two opportunities to tell the group. So you that two, was, you have two, and they said that they thought it would have more people than you think chose not to tell the group. But when given two opportunities to tell the group, they felt pressure that the game was saying you should tell the group. So exactly the reason that I did not tell them at that moment was that I applied video game logic and felt absolutely sure they would give me another chance later, and that's why I didn't hmm. because I knew that something would happen where I'd be able to reveal it later on. You always got to tell the group. Um, it's always going to come back and get you. <laughs> I'd just be mm-hmm. curious to see how, you know, an entire episode. Well, it sounds like you well, can't. So that's the thing. Yeah. What circumstances? I don't think that's even possible. It sounds like you, they must have circled back to you, Brad, and, and got back with more yeah, people. Yeah, you just, uh, oh, wait. Because at the end of episode four, there is a choice of fucking go it alone. Right, which is the one I picked. Oh, okay. So then how, do, how does everyone so meet I, up with you? So I, I picked... Uh, so I picked don't tell the group about the bite, and then I have to go do this by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, when did they come back? Oh, God, I guess you guys saw something totally different. So this was another sticking point I had in my story was, oh, what's the uh, the old doctor's name? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Vern? No. Yes. The guy who steals the boat? Okay, so that's what, that's what I was going to ask. So he still still steals the boat f- yeah. yes. for yes. you guys even when you're with everybody? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what happens? You come back to the house and it's just gone? Yeah, yeah. and he, lives, he left a note. Okay, when, when I got back to the house... Uh, there was a knocking coming from the boat shed. Oh, okay, and I ran over there and unlocked the door, and like they had beaten everybody up and like uh, handcuffed them inside the the shed and taken the boat. Okay, so you end so, up coming back together with all of them. Yeah, you meet them all back at the house. They're all okay. still there. Um, but I, I felt like the turn on that character. He felt he seemed like such a like kindly old man. Yeah, like and when, then you never see in, this, in, this in, betrayal in our scenario. He or in the the other scenario where you take everyone with you. Uh, yeah, he takes the boat and leaves a note and it's, it's, there's like a regretful, like, like, Hey, I'm sorry, but, Oh, wow. I have to take this. That's way easier to swallow because for me, when you get back, your, your, your friends are infuriated and they're all roughed up. They've been beaten up because they're like, Oh, he came back with his group. They had weapons. Okay. Okay. They took the boat. They locked us in here. Mm. It makes me a little less impressed with episode five. I couldn't buy it. And then, so if we're if we're gonna get into like choices not resolving equally on both sides, like Station Wagon Man is the worst example of that, because right. did anybody here not take the food? I didn't take. The I food. didn't take the food. I didn't take it. Oh wow, I'm the only one. Monster, you son of a bitch! They had to eat, man. They were starving. You find another way. They were literally starving. You killed um, the people whose food. There was it is. too much stuff in there. It was too nice. Like also, if it was just some like a couple of pieces of scavenged food left in that, I would have taken it. But yeah. that was too organized. That was too well someone's survival. That was a dick move. But they were gone with the doors open. They were just out peeing or I something. They were, they were they they trying to, to save themselves from I zombies. They, I thought they had to be dead. Well, you're but, wrong. Well, whatever. Apparently, it plays out the same way either way. That's <laughs> that's my whole sticking point. So. Sure. When, when you well, I mean, at a certain point, it's all going to play out. I know, the same I know, way. but that, like, to that's the, to the very end. But that's not the one they should have should have gone that route on. 
I mean, mean it's tough when, because when like I, I appreciate what it does as like it, separate from its unrealism for how it occurs or why it occurs, but like as a plot device, as a they needed this moment to have Lee go through all of his choices. How does it reflect you in this world? Like, what does this mean for yeah, you? Sure. Like, they needed that moment. Not saying that they pulled it off great. I think the actual, like, the conversation is great. Like, I, I think yeah. I think for yeah. you, and I, I understand the frustration over why it happened or how it happened, but I think once you put that aside, and the actual conversation is really terrific. And then the fucking reveal with the bowling bag. That that awesome. was good. You're right. That was that was good. And I thought that was a that was a bit. It's a, little, it's a little hokey. Yeah, but that's the that's I yeah. I think that's part of the it's, fun. It's a little hokey, but it's a great extreme example of how unhinged that guy actually is. Yeah. Um. But so what happens when you decline to take the food as lead? Does everybody else overrule you and yeah. take it anyway? Yeah, yeah they all okay. take it anyway. All right. So that that's a little easier to buy, but still, like the idea that as closely as Lee kept an eye on Clementine all the time, that she was able to have this whole like running conversation with this this distant guy and he never had any idea about it. Yeah. And that this guy had overheard everything and knew everything about everything yeah. you had like, it's too convenient. He's basically this like vending machine at the end of the game that spits out all of your choices back at you. You know, he's like, I know what you did. Yeah. Like it, 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 it all just felt a little mechanical little, two, three and four a little too convenient as much. Yeah. As, I, th- I mean, they stick the landing and I think like, even yeah, if we don't last, highlight five aside, like I am, I almost feel bad at this point. We think we didn't like best moment or sequence maybe should have been, Lee and uh, and Clementine talking to each other as especially when you get that yeah. last choice yeah. and whether you have Clementine step over the line and take Lee out like that I didn't last, have her do that really? I didn't either yeah. no did nobody did absolutely you? yeah that's what I did yeah Man. no I had her just go well, no I, I had her oh, fucking dude. put me out it, the, no I didn't do that the, the way that yeah the finality that it ends with when you do that is just like gut wrenching because I she had already killed at that point it had already she had already done it. I had trained her to do it. Like she didn't kill you. Though. It was no. It was, well, I have a, to train her to live in a world without me. Yeah. I want her to have to do the hard. The last thing she does with me has to be the hardest thing and, that she has to do. And and it was it was a mercy killing. Like she had to understand the idea of putting someone out of their misery. Yeah. So two, three, and four. Two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Three wins. So. Yeah. There's. I, yeah. Yeah. Five has starts some terribly. Stuff. Ending is the worst, not, but not the me. middle really good. <laughs> also, no, no, no. The ending is fantastic. <laughs> ending is great. It, it really the, the last like everything in that garage or whatever it is that last room yeah. Is, yeah. is just excellent. Although I, not not to keep bagging on four, but also that sequence running up to the hotel when you're just like hacking zombie after zombie after zombie. I like that part. It was a little silly. I like that part. Oh, that part. So what? It's wins? like that's supposed to be the catharsis Three. moment. Three ones? Bit? I got I got bit again. Again? Felt bad. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know you could. I got yeah. through clean. Uh, so three wins? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. guess so, yeah. Right. I th- I think four is a strong contender, but yeah, three is three is where Woo! that series really jumps off. Three is just action packed. So much happens in it. So yeah, so many great moments. Good All luck right. with season two, Telltale. Yeah, goddamn. I'm kinda I'm a little bummed with that Krista and Omid ended up being the surviving characters because I never really. I don't think I don't think you should assume that's who Clementine sees. Oh, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay, I'm just saying like right. of all the characters Walk in the away. series, they were hardly my favorites. Uh, they, yeah, they they didn't have enough time, like especially because the characters you lost. Yeah, well, when also, they were introduced, also, Krista was just just not. She was giving me no quarter. Yeah, the entire time. I liked I liked Omid. I think he could he was, he be developed right. into something yeah. more interesting. I, I personally, I I. Wish they would just leave all this behind, and like yes. I feel like a season two needs to be in a different place with a different cast. What if Clementine's the only 
through line. I would be happy. Actually, that's what yeah. I want. I think they have I, to do I, that. I, I, and then she dies in the first ten minutes. I'd be okay. With, <laughs> I'd be okay with that too. Right. But I want I want her to be the uh, the connective tissue yeah. between the season and whatever they if do. There's any connection at all? It should just be her. You're mm-hmm. right. Because uh, I I would love to see because you know all of this stuff happens over the course of what a couple months. Is that we we Probably, figure yeah. The, the, yeah. the the timeline of of the season is? Then uh, the I, only actual period of time is when they're at the motor. I would love to see uh, what the long-term effects of the events of this season are on Clementine. Yeah, I want some t- like time to pass. I want her yeah. to become like a teenager. Or I, yeah, g- give me a couple of years. Like yeah. let let her yeah grow. I, like literally grow some. And uh, and I, I'd like to see. Uh, she's like she's what like eight, I think in this. I think she's younger than that. I'm pretty sure. No, I think, I think she's eight, like eight, eight, eight yeah. around there. But yeah, she's she's young. So you know, put her put her in her teens or something and see what. Yeah, get her like an old, like you know, like you know, romance, like you know, like stuff like that. Like, I, just, get her I would a just like older. to see what you know. You just want Sarah Connor. Yeah, I want her to be bad fucking ass. I want yeah. to see what some years of living in the post apocalypse has done. And I want her as a result of her not killing Lee. Eventually, she's got to run into Lee. Does, so. does now the, she finds a cure. Does, does the walk- <laughs> Does The Walking Dead as a piece of fiction like envision any kind of end for this madness ever? No. No. Or is it just like this this is how things are from now on? Like all the commentary from Kirkman is that they're never going to show the initial outbreak. They are never going to have of a, a cure. Like I mean maybe all that stuff could change but he's like none of the stories conceived with any of that stuff okay. ever happening. So the idea is just Zombies are a reason yeah. for long-term yeah, change of the world. It's it's the, it's basically the road. It's like the yes. the nature of the apocalypse is not important. Yes. It's just the effect that it has on the survivors. Yeah. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that. Congratulations, Walking Dead. <laughs> you're you're a real three. fucking bummer. Yeah. <laughs> bummer of the year. All right. Uh, next category is best debut. Walking Dead. So I guess we're just very generally talking about just new games. Yeah, yeah, that things that are not sequels, sequels uh, or remakes, remakes or remakes reboots or stuff, reinvisioning, yeah. re nothing. Yeah, they just are. Uh, looking They're at this right now, what we have are remarkable. Mark of the Ninja, The Walking Dead, Sleepy Dogs, FTL. Uh, dust. I assume this is dust and Elysian tale. No, it's the other dust. Um, space team, frog fractions, Tokyo jungle, Popo EO, dishonored, Frobisher says, and Asura's wrath. So I think you, uh, Walking Dead probably belongs on this list. I like Walking Dead. Yeah, all right. It's Does good. Sleeping Dogs count as a debut? Yeah, it's kind of a weird one, but I yeah, think you know we we have to count it as a debut. Yeah, yeah okay. I think so. Because of how it eventually came out. Okay, so good. I mean, yeah, it's it's you know it's it is new, not a true crime game, and and it's a new cast. It's you know yeah, it's its own thing. Well, it would have been a new cast even as a true crime game. I think. Right. That's my only so, question. Is it a true crime? Right, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, there are zero connections yeah. to that series. Right. All right. That storied should loved series. Um. Okay. Should binary domain be in consideration? I'm gonna say no. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. All right. Damn. Great. I'm not gonna make that. Damn. Uh, 
I think it's considered, and then it's considered yeah. not to win this. That's okay. the, with the, with the games we have in front yeah. of us yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wanted to no. say it out loud and make sure there's no uh, uh, there's stones There's of uh, Amalur 2. It has been considered. <laughs> I, just, I don't yeah. think we're going to make it up here. The name yeah, I mean, we, said. We, we generated this list yeah. by looking at a much longer list. Right. And so we've already kind of culled some of that stuff. Right. So if your favorite game has yeah, not been like mentioned, it might have been considered. We're not sitting here forgetting that Quantum Conundrum exists. We're well aware that Quantum Conundrum exists. And what do you guys think about? Quantum Conundrum does uh, not belong on this list. Well, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna. No, s- I didn't hate that game. I'm, I'm gonna say Frog Fractions. We cut. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. replace it with Fez, and which is not on this frog list. Frog Fractions. Sure. That seems. Let's write, write Fez down for now. Yeah. yeah. FTL is interesting, not only because it's a great game and it's a great debut game, but that. Given right now people's mixed feelings on the whole Kickstarter thing, and that it's easy to forget FTL was, was one of the it? early yeah, successes yeah. on Kickstarter that resulted in right. a really terrific game. Yeah, like I like that. I think that adds to the impressiveness of it be you know debuting as as well as it did. I love FTL. <laughs> FTL is really good. Great game. I love it. All right. I feel like we have to start making some cuts on this space list. Team. I think it's space, yeah, team. Yeah. It's space team. It's a fun game. Let's take it off. Yes. Okay. I got guys. I got an iPhone. You want to play space team? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Yes. Man. Okay. So I, we, we walk in that day after you, <coughs> after the podcast and you guys were all playing it. And I was just like, oh my God. They're, they're I haven't touched it since then. So, I want to have, yes, have a couple beers yeah. and then I want to play I space team. I looked at you guys team. playing that and I was like, they are having so much fun right now and they will never play it again after <laughs> No, this. no, I've been saving it because I, oh, okay. I know that space team only has a couple of goes in it before. Okay. I think it, it depends people, on the people. You have to find, yeah. before you have to find new people. Yeah. 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 So yeah. You, you wear people out. Once people get too good at it, yeah. it takes away, I think, uh, I'm a lot of the fun. I'm going to get everybody I know in my family with an iPhone Yeah, this holiday. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say best debut, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. For me, it feels like, hey, this is this is awesome. I want to see more of this continue developing this franchise, right? I, yeah. I think that there's some so of I, that to it. Okay. But, you like know, strong, if, if there real was a strong show But if there here, was like a real strong one-off thing that, that is a self-contained effort. Do you think that... I don't think it, I don't think it immediately disqualifies it, but I think all told, this is this is kind of a, a more games like this please okay. sort of deal Tilted to a franchise. Yeah, what what game are you? Uh, I mean, if, like, if we're if, if we're if we're using that as a qualifier, like there's stuff. Papa EO would not fit. Like I think it's right. I think it's you know for a tiny team using pub funds telling the story about a guy's uh, awful relationship with his father right. and like learning how to like let go and turning that into an interactive metaphor like really yeah really interesting mm. i don't want to see a sequel to pop yo <laughs> but what if i told you it was a first person shooter <laughs> like we just have a really long list i'm just trying to think about like these are all right really good like if we're going to really use that as a qualifier then i i guess then that that wouldn't make sense. Well, I think <clears throat> even if it's not, I want to see a direct sequel to this, or you know, this story must be continued. Uh, even if it's just like more games should do stuff like this in this style. Of, you know, of, if they if 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 that team went on to make another game where you could kind of see some, right, like I would say, like I'd like to see those guys make more games that were just telling personal stories and yeah. trying to make those interactive. Then I would keep it on this list. Yeah, I think that that I think that okay. I think that works. So it kind of applies mm-hmm. on a studio level or a philosophical level. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. 
Um, oh man, yeah, yeah it's tough. This list is fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I don't. I, all right, I think Frobisher says is awesome and it's fucking free, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna stay. In the uh, yeah, in the context of debuts, it's kind of doing something that has been done. It's but it yeah yeah it, it also like is really good at justifying like some of the Vita's different sure. control yeah, options and yeah. stuff like it, it's it's fucking awesome yeah it's fucking awesome yeah it, but, you're right you're right but it is just a WarioWare I'm, clone I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw up uh, a Sora's Wrath yeah for a I was cut. Yeah, sure I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna yeah. back that play all right yeah let's cut it off Aww. I know but. This is a hard. This is a really hard list. I, got, I, I, I'm gonna. I will put up Dishonored as much as that hurts me. I think it is like a really refined, interesting reinvention of a very specific type of stealth action game, like Deus Ex. But against some of the other stuff in here and what they do, respective to the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm only You're talking pro- about Mark and the Ninja. What? Yes. I'm specifically thinking Dishonored. Against Mark of the Ninja. <laughs> Man, I know which one of those I'd pick. Yeah. All right, we're cutting Dishonored, I guess, then. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't feel good about it, but... So here's, here's a weird one. Decisions have to be for, made. For me, at least. I think Tokyo Jungle is fucking a rad concept. Yep. And I want to see that fleshed out <laughs> again. It's a great game, too. Like, it is... Like, that is just bizarre and good on you. And also, yeah. and like, in in the context of... Games taking chances and seeing right. Japan yeah. do what Japan can only do, right? Like Tokyo Jungle, so is absolutely that. So, so, so yeah, I, I feel I feel conflicted on that one. Uh, Dust, I think uh, it sounds like it was an amazing accomplishment. Do you guys feel like it's doing that much differently that it is a, a an amazing debut of something? It, yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, on a gameplay level, not really, but certainly on a story level. Yeah, like it. I mean, that, like a that story game, about genocide. That game tells a much more heartfelt and mature story than f- fucking ninety eight percent of games that have ever been made. Mm. Like it, it is dramatically a very whole game. Like start to finish, the arc of what happens in that game feels very satisfying and is handled with like care and maturity and reaches uh, like, I think we can all agree, especially after this year that a lot of video games are really bad at ending themselves. Yeah. Uh, I think the way this game reaches its climax and and the resolution, I mean, it does have, it does have the obligatory goofy sequel setup, but it's, it's so throwaway though with that, even without that. Yeah. Like the way that all of it is handled at the end. Yeah, I agree. It's really touching, and it comes full circle. Like yeah, there is, yes. like there is, fin- like they do the obligatory sequel setup, but there is finality to the story that it tells. That if it, yeah. there was nothing else, you feel, like you feel like you got you, a satisfying, you feel like you absolutely story about these characters yeah. and a little into this world. I, I think it plays great. I mean the 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 way the combo system builds and you unlock, I, new you stuff. just only get a couple of moves, I, I and, do, it's, and at a certain point you just more. use two of them. Yeah, you're right. But you know, the getting the new fidget powers and stuff later on kind of changes the way you you fight. Yeah. Um, How do we feel about cutting Sleeping Dogs? I was just gonna say, I think we cut Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a refinement on a yeah. on a on a gameplay mechanic. I I'm, think I'm it, not exactly looking for. I'm not exactly going like, oh, there's got to be a Sleeping Dogs too. I would love. Oh, I. I want. I, 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 I can just easily say like, 
I would just well, let's make another Saints Row. Let's make another GTA. Like let's make another more open world games. Yeah. Sure, I would like to play one of those. It doesn't well, I, need to be Sleeping Dogs. I want too. those guys to make more of that game. The the team that did it, I think yeah. they did a great job. But but it really is just a polishing of a of a uh, gameplay mechanics and everything else that has been done before. So like yeah. in competition with things that are going out of their way to do new and uh, uh, new and exclusively to their game uh, creative mechanics. Mm-hmm. This is this is not. Why would we just delete Papa Eo? Because you said to, like five minutes ago. No, I didn't. I am positive you said that. No. No. No, we came back around. No, really? we can't. We can't I was asking in the context of, it, I was asking for the qualifier of this category. But can we cut Papo Yo? Brad, I think you should cut Papo Yo. I already did. I could have sworn he said that. I really want to keep The Walking Dead. Okay, yes. I really, that, yeah. that one is on the list. I think Mark of the Ninja is... Pretty awesome, and I think on this list of games I had fun. Well, no, you know what? Fez is would be the other one I'd, I'd want to keep. Yeah, I do like Fez an awful lot. Um, let me, let me, let's. All right, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. Fez, mm-hmm. Tokyo Jungle. I don't want to lose Mark of the Ninja. <laughs> either. It's the only one that I feel invested really on this list in. I, I feel like that one counts double because, like, nothing against Shank, but to go from Shank to Mark of the Ninja? That sounds like everything against Shank. Pretty, <laughs> no, no. Shank is fine, but it's like, mechanically, in terms of having fun with the game and wanting to come back to it over and over, mm-hmm. like, Mark of the Ninja is top of the class. Yeah, I, I don't think I would call Shank and, fine. I, I mean, you know, um, well... Shake's fine for like an hour. Yeah. And then at some point you've seen everything it's got is what I'm saying. The fact that Shank 2 came anyway, out earlier anyway, this yeah. year yes. and then they were able to to also deliver Mark of the Ninja, which has a level of mechanical sophistication and uh, inventiveness that Shank simply... Mark of the Ninja, The Walking Dead, Fez? Like, I, all, all I wanted to say is that Clay is showing every sign of, like, really coming into its own right now. Yeah, yeah and, Don't Starve. Right, and Mark, yeah. yeah, like, people are loving Don't Starve, and, like, Mark of the Ninja is kind of the tip of the spear on that. I mean, stealth sucks. Yeah, yeah, like, stealth games are have gotten... Stealth like, is terrible. They're bullshit. And Mark of the Ninja is awesome. It is, it is one of the best stealth games ever made. I'm happy with that list. Uh, wait, what is it? Well, well okay, so we, we want to keep Mark of yeah. the Ninja. Yeah, we, really you guys feel fucking it. strongly about really it. If it's Mark of the Ninja, Ninja walking at Fez, I I can live with that. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, man. Mark of the Ninja lot. walking dead and Fez, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tokyo Jungle. Sorry, to, sorry to a lot of those sorry, games. Uh, sorry, yeah. Dust. Yeah. Sorry, oh, fucking sorry, FTL yeah. man. Sorry, sorry, Dust man. I, I... sorry, Dust man. <laughs> I, I ain't got I... your money, bruh. <laughs> Well, then you ain't getting any dust, motherfucker. I'm going to genocide every dust dealer now. That's actually the story of that game. <laughs> I know, Sorry for the spoilers. I know, oh. I'm not, I know I'm not going to win the fight, but the thing I would have said about dust is that I think that guy should be commended for making such a bold choice as to make that game look the way it does. Yeah. Like, probably the, knowing full well what kind of response it would get. Yeah. I yeah. think the look of the game match with the, the story it tells is yeah, is that, a really interesting That's an interesting contrast, that, but also yeah. just like... But all, you know, it's, all, it's also like... It's pretty awesome. The, like, the really just the, the kind of the deplorable outcry against that game for yeah. what amounted to nothing. Uh, I mean, you know, whatever. That's, like, you I, know, just, I think all, all I'm saying is that it's, it's, it's really commendable for him to have a vision and stick to it. Yes. Even... It's the benefit you get when you're a one-man team. I guess so, yeah. No but, one no one shows up and posts and goes, what if you made them robots or sick anime guys? Right, right. 
Could like, these guys like carry around monsters yeah. and make the monsters fight? Like he he stuck to his guns and made the game he wanted to make. Yeah, and I think that's pretty awesome. Totally. I mean, this, this is a good list of uh, small teams doing some. You know, Fez. I, I think that, that's that's kind of the story of this yeah. year is, is summed up kind of in, in yeah. these three games to some extent. Uh, I guess the Walking Dead wins, huh? I think so. Yeah. Fez, Fez, really good. Good. Fez is really good. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I would almost go with Mark of the Ninja, but. God, I could. If it's not going to be Walking Dead, then this argument takes hours. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. The, the, the minute the, anyone moves off Walking Dead is the minute I go, well, then it's Fez. <laughs> I mean, uh, any of I'd these. be with you on Fez, though. Yeah. Well, also, we just had an hour's conversation about the Walking Dead, so it sounds like yeah. I had a pretty good impression <laughs> on. I yeah, mean, on we folks. did, but uh, like there are like like eight things about that game that really rubbed me the wrong way. Walking Dead? Yeah. It's only because it is so successful at one thing in particular that I like it so damn much. Yeah, the part where you play it is not yeah, the best part. It's like, not the best part. Nothing about the gameplay is good. Some of it is outright bad. Yeah. And it's got a raft of really annoying technical issues on every platform. Mm. Well, except, that's going to be the story of the except game maybe of the category. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that game gets any sort of, you know, you not that it gets it. a pass, but that there are a lot of games that we're going to talk about that have that are, all sorts of fucked up yeah, technical yeah. issues. All, I, mean, I mean, Walking Dead is higher on my personal list than either of those other two games. So I guess so, it's I guess it's moot. But yeah, and, right. and I just want to say like the Walking Dead stuff. I don't want to make a big conversation. That is like technical issues. Yep. But like yeah. the, the part where we, people call it not a game or whatever. I I, I think the gameplay mechanic uh, for me is the being able to give you choice without yeah. giving you. Yeah, I think no, any, I, I getting think, too hung up on the yeah, like I, shooting I, I, stuff. I don't is, think it's not a game, but I think that there there is stuff like that shooting stuff. And just some of the action sequences. I, I just think, think it don't, doesn't just, matter. Like, right. I think it, it totally yeah, that's, matters. It doesn't, yeah. I, I think it does. I think, like, yeah, I'm not going to say that, like, making dialogue choices isn't gameplay. I'm going to say I don't want to have to sit there and have to tolerate, like, 20% of the game I'm playing instead of enjoy all of it. I don't think that stuff's 20% so, of the game. The first time you get to one of those shooting sequences, <laughs> fucking terrible. The last yeah. one's not bad, though. The one where you're in the they, hallway. It got better over yeah. time. It, they absolutely, they like, it was kind of crazy to see iteratively, episode by episode, them figuring out how to bend that engine to their will or even just like like throwing out like okay that's how we handled shooting before but that didn't really work <laughs> right. get rid of that let's try this way right this doesn't really work either toss that out but the, but they, they, they but solved they it never. by just like making it so you don't fail but they like never that's, that's that was their solution sure. but but they never learned that they shouldn't make you move that cursor and hit a moving target in a very short amount of time because that is fucked with the way the interface is built we should save all this for game of the year <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so that's uh walking dead wins Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really, really strong category. Yeah. 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 And <clears throat> like Jeff said, we could spend hours on this. Uh, I would have. I would have been happy with any of the three of those yeah. uh, winning that category. It's a tough one. Uh, best surprise is our next uh, category. So uh, games that I guess you know prior to release either were not on our radar at all or were on our radar in a less than sterling way. <laughs> Sure. Let's say. It's, so it's gonna be the inverse of most disappointing. <laughs> right now we have Binary Domain, Sleepy Dogs, Far Cry Three, Asura's Wrath, Lego Lord of the Rings, Zombie U, and XCOM Enemy Unknown. Alright, we played more than enough XCOM prior to release to know that it was that it was no surprise that, that game was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Lego Lord of the Rings, honorable mention. That was really funny, but yeah, they did good things. They did, yeah, yeah. it's the best Lego thing they've done in a while. But it's not going to win. 
It's not going to even make yeah. the top three. I mean, this yeah. list is Sleepy Nongs, Astro's Wrath, and Zombie U, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really see much of Far Cry 3 before. I know you guys did, and I heard I, like, I, good things I, about I mean, it. Uh, Far Cry 3, I thought, looked generic and kind of dumb I, uh, I will say, I it. I will say I expect that game to be shit yeah. until the day I started reviewing it. You came in after Thanksgiving and yeah. said you had played like four hours of it and told me all the reasons it was awesome. Yeah, totally. And I, mean, I jumped in there the, and I was like, dude, this game is The first time great. I played it was prior to E3 and they, they sat us down with a, a sequence that uh, opened with the with Citra on top of you and then it, it, they cut out some of the story bit there, but then it becomes that part where you dive off the cliff and are swimming over to the to the base. Yeah, uh, the the kind of the right, 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 leading up to that Voss like, moment. Yeah, like in fact, like every bit of that game that they showed were like the worst parts of it. Like they yeah. showed nothing but story based missions that were they didn't, like they didn't show any of the open world yeah, stuff. Like they didn't you want know, people it's, just run around. It's which you know that's hard stuff to show, yeah. but, but they were also showing like Voss, and it's like okay, that's gonna that could be really interesting. Yeah, like they were showing elements of it that was like there was a lot of potential here. Like Voss was a thing that people were excited I, about. I, I don't know. I thought, I thought there was every possibility that that guy was going to be cheesy as hell. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah. Some of that stuff seemed like it could have been, been. Yeah. Like knife edge on that one. Yeah. Um, like they barely held it back. You know, they show that co-op campaign stuff with these different characters from really a different bad. team. Like yeah. a lot of that looked fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think that that is a, that I think is a that dog in this fight. List. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was wrath kind of the same deal. Yeah. The, you know, I played that game twice. Uh, different Capcom events prior to coming out, and it seemed fucking lame. Not convinced it's not. Ah, still, dick. So, so uh, yeah, I mean that. If you told me that was a quick time event game, and you're gonna yeah. like that, and also uh, yeah, think it's gonna be your personal yeah, best, like, yeah. I, I oh think, my I think, god, I think it belongs. I mean, I yeah, think it belongs. like we went into the like the quick look stands as evidence that we thought that game was stupid. So right yeah. up and right up until we didn't, and yeah. all of a sudden, like it, it, like that that game made me like it in spite of itself. Right, like I yeah. tried to, to resist it. Yeah. I couldn't. By the end, I was just like, "This is fantastic." Uh, I think I think Zombie U showed pretty well. Like I feel like it's called Zombie. See, I, yeah. I was I felt like I was. Yeah, you played it at E three. Crazy at E yeah. three because I played it there. Was really didn't like anything about it. And like everyone else that played it at E3 was walking around going, "That's the best thing for the Wii U. Yeah, this I, is incredible." I'm like, "What? Am, I, am I, that all what's that wrong with my fucking, mind? Like super corny and lame. I thought just visually it looked stupid. That's like, why I didn't the, play it at E3. Yeah, like I was just like, it's called stupid. Zombie U. Like this, everything about it seems super dumb. I I don't know. I, I when I saw it, I was like, oh, at least somebody's using the gamepad in, in an interesting way. At least, they're like it, you know, it did, that's just, the thing is, it didn't yeah. it didn't seem interesting at that point. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like they were all right. They're using it, and at that point, you had, didn't have the context of like everyone else is going to use it for the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know. It didn't and, all, and also, it's a, a Nintendo launch title from Ubisoft, who fucking gypped everyone five or six years ago with Red Steel. Like the idea. Yeah. That anyone was going to buy in, that Ubisoft is going to make that happen. Like, you had good reason to do even anything good you heard about it. Well, they said good things about Red Steel, too. Right. Yeah. Red Steel was a a cool thing coming out of that E3 as well. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, yeah. I thought it was it was not going to be worth. Hmm. I knew any, that any game was going to come across my desk because it is called Zombie <laughs> U. And I wasn't necessarily excited about that prospect. Use right I, and man, I, I think Sleeping Dogs almost fucking runs away with I, this. Yeah. Because. because a, are we cut binary domain? Are we. Are we it doesn't sound like you guys were that surprised by maybe what it, what it turned out to be. It's, it turned out to be slightly better than I thought it would be. <laughs> but Mild surprise. Yeah. I mean, 
It's, no, it's, it's not even surprised. It's more of a, <laughs> all right. As far as, as far as sleeping dogs go, it is a miracle that game ever even made it to stores. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I remember yeah. the first time that I saw it, which was at uh, a GDC, like, sweets oh, yeah. appointment. Yeah. Yep. I remember you came back from that. Nine? Well, I mean, you went to when, you, when it was true crime still. That's what I'm saying. This, okay, this yeah. was this, this was a, I thought that was at a bar. This was an Activision true crime. No, it was like uh, St. Francis. Okay. Like they had, a, that, a they had that really creepy party that year too, where they had strippers. See, I, didn't, I didn't go to that, but I went to really this. Weird. Didn't I went, they, had, they had a party at the Buddha Bar, didn't they? That... No, that was separate. Like when it was true crime, they had the, right next to where that um, oh. they were showing it. Anyway, okay. it, anyway, that, anyway yeah. But it, it looked like so it had the true crime name on it on it. And I'm like, ugh, that's not <laughs> going in. Going like, I don't know why you guys dog in this game. Think you got that you should bring new West this Side Connection back songs on the soundtrack. Give me something. Not a good idea. And then it just looked just sloppy. And like, I, I'm sitting there going like, what? Why? For one, why are you using the true crime name? For two, why does this exist? Like this, th- there wasn't anything of note at that time. Nothing about it seemed like here is what sets this apart from any other open world criminal action game. Um. And then it went underground for years. <laughs> yeah, didn't hear anything about it for years. And then the the developer died, or it's, it, the the project got dropped. The project got and dropped. It ended up getting sold yeah. to you know. So they to, retained the work they had done, but they lost the license. They they lost the name. And it just it seemed like okay, you know, Square is going to pick it up for scraps, or they're going to use the engine for something else, or whatever. And the fact that they were able to not just put out. A friggin' game based on that, but something that's that's actually quite excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, blew my okay. goddamn mind. Well, maybe we cut Zombie U because I think Zombie U had more it, stacked it, against it than Far Cry Three did. Uh, Far Cry has like an established series that it was building upon that had interesting ideas. But, like, but also, I don't but think like they enough were, of they Far were Cry clearly th- getting away from all the ambition of Far yeah, Cry Two. That was the thing. So and and they were just they see, were going the, the one time, front, Like it just seems super like shitty. Opening from the story that press conference with with tits, basically. Yeah. yeah. But also, the, the one time that I played Far Cry Three before it came out was only open world stuff. Like it was none of the story stuff. And yeah, I yeah. and so I mean, none of you guys had this experience, so. You know, let that be what it is. But uh, what I saw of that game in the open world context, I was like, okay, this seems this seems very promising. Yeah, see, when I when I saw it, it was it was that mission where you're kind of swimming over and and, right. and getting the guys, and then also they were showing multiplayer. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah, this was like, who cares? This was climbing towers and using hang gliders and hunting pigs and doing kind of all the random crazy shit. That's yeah, that's the best about Far Cry Three. So. And also, I feel like also Clint Hawking having left that studio in between right like you know it's just like who is shepherding this project is are they just cashing in on the far cry name at this point like it did not look promising i mean it, it's kind of been this weird feeling of feeling like they're kind of cashing in on the far cry name since crytek split yeah i thought that i mean somebody uses a launch or whatever title. that stuff it is. it is a launch game and not only a it good is. launch it's game a, it's one of the most interesting games released this year I just, it, 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 those things are true it just feels like the buzz around it was building pretty steadily for a while. I don't know, like, the reviews several. came out, and half of them said this game is shit. Yeah, that, I don't, yeah, I can't comment on that stuff, but, like, well, it, it's been, it's been, like, three or four months since the developers were, like, saying, like, oh, we took a lot of cues from Dark Souls on this game, and, like, people really taking that in a positive way. Do you think the, the spread from where you felt Zombie U was for how much you liked Zombie U is bigger than from where you felt Far Cry 3 was and how much you liked Far Cry 3? Like, well, that assumes I 
Far Cry Three I liked for a while, and then it dropped dropped oh, off. So, so that's so part, that's part knew, okay. of that part of plays into this. Okay. So you just think Far Cry Three may just drop the ball, and it's not that great. It has elements that I really like. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe between that and between Ryan seeing it in its in its actual state, I just don't feel like Far Cry Three is in such a dire state. I mean, I, we, you, I guess you can make arguments for Far Cry Three and Zombie U in similar. Yeah, like, I mean, Far Cry 3, a lot of like it is perspective. A lot of it was like and what you saw. Really shit marketing. Like I, you know? yeah. like, I just so think like on the, its on its face, like what would you have better expectations for a game called Far Cry Three or a game called Zombie U? As someone who has not who did not like Far Cry One, didn't like all the weird offshoot <laughs> bullshit they made after that, and thought Far Cry Two looked potentially interesting but super fucked up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went into Far Cry Three going like, who? Fucking cares! <laughs> like, like, not on top of all that stuff, like Clint Hawking having left, all the horrible stuff that yeah, they showed yeah. at E3. Right. Like, I stopped paying attention to that game after E3 because I thought it was going to be good. But I would say, who fucking cares is just as loud about Zombie U. And, and, have and a cool walk, looking at it at E3, it was just like this, fuck this. I remember the E3 presentation with Reggie, like all they showed was that fucking... Yeah, the stupid face thing, which is in there. I just... It is. It actually works pretty well. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Both of those... Look... I, that's actually what I would say about all four of these fucking games yeah. prior to release is like, yeah, the off this fucking they picked up the pieces of this fucking true crime game. Great. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, Far Cry three. Everything they showed about it looked like dog shit. Ozra's Wrath. I played it and fucking hated it. And uh, zombie U. Yeah, it's, it's the trifecta of shit. I don't give a fuck about zombies. Uh, bullshit. Touchscreen controls. Uh, and Dark launch, Souls and the launch title on yeah, a Nintendo and a platform. Ti- yeah, yeah, it's just like <laughs> so. The fact that all four of these games that I'm kind of like all four now, with the potential exception of Ozra's Wrath, um, yeah, they're all pretty surprising. Maybe we cut Ozra's Wrath. Oh. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, quick time event the game yeah. sounds like the yes. worst of the even, worst. Even, yeah. even having come through that experience, as you sit there and say that, that sounds like shit. Yeah. 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 There is no justifiable reason that and we the, should the, like this the, game. And, all, and also, like, Sleeping Dogs, Far Cry 3, and Zombie U are all games that what we saw of them informed... Like, you played Astro's Wrath. Yeah. None of us did. I had no idea what that game was. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit. It was like, CyberConnect is making that? Don't give a fuck. Those guys make Naruto games. And so that wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. Those other three games, my relative lowered expectations were as a result of, uh, because of my job, seeing those games. Yeah. And creating expectations based on that. Asura's Wrath, like, I guess the definition of surprise is purest. With that, I, you know, I can't. I can't speak for you guys, but I'm still fucking confounded that I ever liked that game. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Asura's Wrath was definitely the most reluctance out of the four on here to be put into a system. Like that was All like right, a sit yeah. on the desk. Like, like, I mean, that honestly, was, that, that was like a, that was like that showed up in the mail. It was like, oh great, that's like, here. Like, accidentally found its way into a system. Right, and then when Brad, like, Brad's like, oh, other people need to play this. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, shut it, up. it showed up, and I probably just said like, I played that game. Fuck that game. <laughs> yeah. And it, it sat you run on, on the yeah. ground and fucking yeah. hit a bunch of buttons, and then there's a bunch of fucking yeah. cutscenes and fuck that it, game. It sat on my desk until like, oh wait, we need to put up some quick looks. Yeah, I'll, I'll play this. I'll, all right, I'll take the hit. It seemed like there was zero curiosity. Like, yeah. And then at some point, it just God, dude, I, I think this game has to win. I think it probably does too. <laughs> I just think like it, the definition of surprise. Wait, yeah. we, we still need yeah. to at least get three. The, the one thing I will say about that over Sleeping Dogs is that at least Sleeping Dogs is a style of game that we all know we like. Yeah. 
and that and that. But it and, was it was in such dire straits that. Activision wasn't going. It wasn't well, good enough. See, that's not. It wasn't I, I, good yeah. enough I don't, I don't think true crime. I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's true, though. My my understanding, like the reporting I've done about that game, is that it was not dropped because it was a terrible game. I, I don't. Activision, I don't think you can say that Sleeping Dogs was a terrible game. Drop by Activision. They just knew it wasn't going to sell. Yeah. On the the magnitude of a Grand Theft Auto. And not only that, but Activision habitually drops games that they know they can't annualize. Like if the if the production factors are such they know they can't turn it into something they crank out like every twelve months, then they don't want it. They have they have said that before. Yeah. I just I just like Sleeping Dogs as a game much more than I like a Sora's Wrath. Yeah, I know what you mean. Sure. But, yeah, but totally. My, so like the like the the spread is just a lot further from my, me. My, my, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But my, my only point about that is that that. A, we know we like open world games, and B, there are a shitload of examples out there for them to follow of good open world games. Whereas, but like, there I, is, there I still is feel no like more template. often than not, open world games have been bad. You're right, you're right, but there are plenty of good ones. But there is no template out there for a game driven by button prompts to be as good as that one. Not turned in this out country. <laughs> they they accomplished the impossible. So, yeah. are we cutting Far Cry Three? I don't. I I would say I. I I feel like we're right up to the point of cutting Sleeping Dogs. Oh, dude. What? I don't know. That's, that is what is coming out of your mouth. It's not what's coming I'm, out of my mouth. I'm, when saying, you're saying, that, I'm saying that's why it shouldn't win against Osir's Wrath. I'm not saying that's why it should be out of the category. Well, what would you cut then? It's on to you. I just I feel like I heard too many people saying good things about that game for the last three, four months. Yeah, but they're assholes. I think I'm kind of like right in the middle there, too. I, like, I, don't, I just... I don't. Zombie I don't U, know if I'm going like, to take what a bunch of other people thought about Zombie U as the like barometer I use well, for. Well, not just that, yeah. but like the developers were saying the right things. Like there were a lot of indications that yeah, that they game said was a lot of great things about Red Steel. That's, like there's no not, reason to believe them. I'm no I'm, reason to believe. I'm Ubisoft. only going off of my own hands-on experience with Zombie U. That's yeah. all I have, yeah. and my own hands-on experience with Far Cry Three and Far Cry Three prior to release seemed promising. Zombie U seemed like bullshit. See, I, I just feel the opposite way. I think Zombie U to me looked like, okay, these guys are, are making some good use of this technology, and I'm kind of excited to see it. And Far Cry 3, I just feel like when I saw it, it just seemed like it was so far up its own ass that it was never going to see the light yep, of day in yep. any kind of... Totally. Like, definition of insanity was cool, but like it seemed like it was going into like real... real you're you're going to have to try real hard to pull this off because you are maybe getting a little too... Like, it felt like they were trying too hard. A little trying too hard. Yeah. Uh, and that they didn't. I feel like they didn't show gameplay that was meaningful for right. Far Cry Three they, they, until that one hands-on event that you're talking about, Ryan. They did that game a massive disservice every step of the way. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. I agree. Like um, I saw, I was at the Ubisoft E3 press conference. I saw the same bullshit that you guys saw and shook my head the same amount. And I feel like, like what they showed for Zombie was pretty much what you got. It was yeah, you know like go in your backpacks. Just, I mean, it's different when you're playing it because I feel like that game is paced mm-hmm. differently than. A demo, but you know, it was shoot zombies, hold up the thing to, to look around, and go in your backpack. Like absolutely nothing. That should be like super generic and bo- like you tell me that. It's like that doesn't sound. That sounds like a tech demo, and it doesn't sound you know, interesting like at the, all. The, the stuff about it's interesting. The idea, the idea that it's like this we, survivalist game where I think you're you're kind of rewriting history a little bit. I mean, we just came through the Wii U launch, and going into that, Zombie U was the only game that I was legitimately interested in playing. Everything else was a port. Just interest is stretching it for me. Or. I guess. A rehashed Mario game well, or a collection about, of mini games. You're talking about relative interest. Like we, so well, yes, you know, yeah. but but we we all were basically going into that launch saying like the attitude was if I had to pick one Wii U game to play when I get this thing, it would be Zombie U. I think it was more just 
I hope that is the one game I can say that. Yeah, to like point you didn't know. I don't think sure. there's any expectation. It was, it was, kind of like, it was, the, it was sure, the one you, question mark. You did guess, not know for right? sure, but but that is the one case out of these four games where you did not immediately go in with the default attitude of this is going to be shit. I don't fucking care. Like you were at least cautiously optimistic about it being pretty good. Sleeping Dogs is the same way. It's not. How? Wait, are you talking about Zombie U? Yeah. There was no oh, yeah, expectation that Sleeping not, Dogs was going to be no, shit. That is in, that is inaccurate to how I felt leading into the launch of the Wii U and uh, the release of Zombie U. I, I feel like Sleeping Dogs is pretty written off. Pretty much written, written off. Written off is probably it might just be like I mean, average, but I don't think anyone expected it was going to be shit. Why would a company preview, pick it up? We did that quick look at that preview build, and even then I was like, this doesn't look very fucking good at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, they would pick it up because it'd be cheap. That's right. That yeah. was my assumption. It's just like they got this for like eight bucks. It's close to done. They just take it. They to the just finish fund line. it to the finish line. Put it out. Like they're not going to book up a shit game. And who cares? Yeah. Uh, they'll make their money back. Uh, and and you know maybe these guys get to stay in business long enough to to make some more games. Right. Like I have nothing against uh, Zombie U or there's no commentary on its quality. I just feel like that was the game we were least cynical about when we approached it. Out of all these games, we were pretty fucking cynical about all these other games. I'll give you that, but that's only because I had already entered a mode where I was simply not thinking about Zombie U at all. <laughs> uh, Those of us who were still interested in playing the game, I think, were... And then I ended up playing it and really liking it. it. I mean, that's the, you know... Like, I was interested I was surprised it. by Zombie U yeah. when the review came in. I wasn't so much surprised when I played it that, yes, the review, in fact, was accurate, but, uh, yeah. The split here is an impasse over individual expectations for yeah. who, each game. That's This is the, the who, tough part. Who wants to keep Far Cry 3? I do. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I do. Well, yeah. Okay, and who wants to keep Zombie U? I do. I do. Who wants to keep A Sword's Wrath? Everyone. Yeah, that's... Everyone? That's, that's and who wants to keep Sleeping Dogs? I do. Yeah. Me? I think Me. that's worth keeping, yeah. yeah. All right. So we're talking about Far Cry 3 versus Zombie U. Yeah. Seems like it. it. I guess I'd... I, yeah, I... I guess we could cut Far Cry 3, but only because Ryan saw that other stuff. And he did come back talking about it, but... Well, fuck, man, I don't... No, because every, every time you say I that... I played that game and it seems yes. super fucking dumb. Every time you say that, I think about sitting in that hot-ass theater at E3 with that giant topless girl on the screen thinking I will, uh, this is like the grossest thing. I don't yeah. want nothing to do with this game. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Ubisoft versus Ubisoft. <laughs> For like, <laughs> how, go, how much can they poison so, the fucking well beforehand on... Just, but when, so you, say that, just when you say that, Ubisoft? I don't think of anything that they showed of Zombie U that made us think it was going to be garbage. Other than, I mean, I, I, the problem is, and I'm, I'm, I'll concede on Zombie U because I, apparently I was the only person who played it before it came out. Uh, and I had a not positive experience with I it and, and did not have... And I stood behind you as you were playing it, and between that and the stuff they showed at E3, and again, the, the part where I think everything that it's drawing from is bullshit. Uh, and even, yeah, like the, the context of the expectation of, uh, you know, Ubisoft published, you know, Wii hardware first-person launch game with, you know, echoes of Red Steel thrown in for good measure... Only we heard zombies were hot. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. That was not originally a zombie game. That they said right. we're going to take this other game and what's hot zombies? All right, make that game a zombie game now. Like I think those are all factors to, to and all significant arguments uh, for 
for Zombie U being on this list. Sure. That said, if other people uh, are are feeling stronger about Far Cry Three, I will. Uh, yeah, I think you make a good point about Zombie U. I w- I would concede, but that's all. All I've got is my perspective on on Zombie U, and if y'all didn't feel that way, then I you know, I'm not going to fucking sit here and try and convince you of it because that's foolish. But that's where I stand on Zombie U versus uh, Far Cry Three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what else to and say me, to my me point. Like, me like him, I could probably take either at this point. Also. I th- I th- I th- yeah, I guess that's how I feel too. I, it's just like at this point, it's a flip between. I thought Far Cry Three had plenty of chance to probably be pretty good. Ubisoft just has a history of portraying its game shitty. Yeah. Zombie U was running up against a much larger previous history. I don't know. I, and I guess like a part of my Far Cry Three thing is is you know I mean obviously those games have been critically acclaimed and and people have have liked them along the way. I just always thought they were bad. But there's so, also terrible Far Cry games. Like, the, yeah, I guess. That's I true. mean, Far Cry has. We're been, talking like mainline. I don't think like instincts counts against the Far Cry franchise. It's like Far Cry, Far Cry Two. But they're still wildly different. I mean, Far Cry One and Far Cry Two so different. So like, I guess I didn't know where Far Cry Three was even going to land. Sure. You know? uh, yeah, how how much of that was going to come through? At some point, like you know, even that some of that bleeds over to like crisis of me not liking crisis for a lot of the same reasons <laughs> and stuff. And, right? You know, crisis two was kind of okay. Like all for right. me, like, all right. For me, like, Zombie U just seems like I got what they were selling me. Like I, I feel like they didn't. They showed the game. Uh, personally, I thought it looked kind of interesting. I was like, that's that's kind of cool. Far Cry Three. I feel like I got more than that. They were they were showing me the wrong part. And like, yeah. I got I got kind of this nice surprise of like, oh, there's I can hunt and do all this other stuff. I don't have to do these trippy dream sequences, and this isn't the this isn't really the focus of the game. The fun part is this other part that they kept in the back room the entire time. And like, Zombie was like, oh, I just didn't realize that doing the things they were showing me might be fun. Like all all the stuff of uh, holding it up and doing that is actually fun. Like Far Cry, Far Cry Three was felt like much more of a. They pulled back the curtain once you put the game in, and yeah. you're like, "What the fuck are you showing? Why yeah, didn't you like, show?" It was like booting it up for the first time and seeing like like the hunting and the crafting and the leveling and skill tree and all that stuff. And it was like like half of this game I had no idea was even here. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't know that stuff. And was it's all be... the, the half that I love the best. It's and like the, all the best stuff here is a total surprise. And even if you had told me that. You're gonna be hunting stuff in, 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 in Far Cry Three. Well, to the extent of like skinning, and I didn't know that all that stuff was in there. It's, like, it's all hard the, to the it's hard to it's hard to really wrap your head around how all those things combine until you really get in there and do it. But that's, that's true. And also, like when I when I saw it, they had the build that they were showing was very deliberately just the open world stuff. So even then, I had no idea of like, okay, so this is kind of a controlled, contrived. Like it, I think it was the uh, some some trade show build. Uh, so I'm like, okay, maybe they're showing this stuff and like, this is part of it, but then all the other stuff could be fucking completely terrible. Like it, it was, it was still so contrived, uh, that it's it was vertical slice hard. Yeah, exactly. Hard to get a, a good sense of like big picture of like how it was, how it was really all going to come together. Um, let's cut zombie you. Let's make this sleeping dogs, far cry three and Astro's wrath. Because I think still, end of the day, um, I like what Far Cry 3 uh, became more than I than Zombie U. Okay. <laughs> but I just, I, just, I have a large... protest? Yeah, I ended up disliking Far Cry 3 by the end of it. And that still holds a bitter taste in my mouth. But I, I'm I don't not going to win this one. You should not put the games in your mouth then. <laughs> 
that's your first problem. Yeah, I mean, I have major problems with the way that story wraps up, but the, the yeah. good parts of that game are so good. Yeah, And I think that Sleeping Dogs should take this, but uh, I also um, I think the arguments for Asura's Wrath are, are pretty strong as well. Uh, yeah, I, I think Asura's Wrath has, to, has to win this. Yeah. So I think the surprise plus genre. Sure. I guess, it, you know... A lot of games go through difficult development. It's just yeah. that this one happened very publicly, and we and, saw and a more crazy yeah. way of of Sleeping Dogs, uh, Trials and Tribulations. Yeah, I think on pure surprise factor, Asura's Wrath is the. It's a weird fucking game, man. <laughs> yeah, baffling. All right, so uh, best surprise, Asura's Wrath runners up, Sleeping Dogs at Far Cry Three. Our next category. Oh, more S- arguing ahead. Serious business here. <laughs> Me vs. Community of the Year. So, uh, Jeff, maybe you can uh, uh, explain for the folks at home uh, why. I don't need to explain Me vs. Communities to people. Everyone's got a Wii U. Everyone knows how this stuff works. <laughs> this is the social network uh, that uh, that Nintendo has built. And it's um, they're, basically they've created message boards for every game. So you kind of go into the Me vs. and... You know, it just shows you kind of different communities for the different games and applications. And this is all uh, built into the Wii U. This is yeah. something that a, a app, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you, they, you launch the Miiverse and it shows you this list of, of forums. And basically at that point you can uh, post text or you can scribble something out, little little kind of touch screen thing there. You can reply to those posts. Uh, you can give yeahs to those posts, which is their kind of equivalent of Facebook likes. Yeah. Uh, it's very tightly controlled in terms of moderation and stuff like that. They they uh, they also have a, a spoilers button so you can check it. But you don't have to have played the right. game or used the software exactly. in question. It gives you a mark next to your name on your posts if you have played the game uh, that uh, or used the application that is uh, that is in question here. But it definitely does not require that. Uh, and uh, I have written down a handful here of what I think are the good ones here. Uh, we've got uh, Funky Barn, YouTube, You Play. That's, the, that's the the Ubisoft yeah. system. Yeah, they have a. They, they even know what the fuck you call that thing. They, they have an app for that. Great. Madden NFL 13 and Netflix. Can I just say right out of the gate how amazing it is that non-game applications get their own Miiverse. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. It's am- this, this. I think that this feature is the best part of the Wii U. Um, Largely unironically. Yeah. Like I it's, actually it's, think there yeah. it's there, if you go in there there's, something. there's really work. something interesting in there yeah. and if it doesn't totally hit the mark right off the bat yes. like they are on like this is what like they come happened, up with this, something new. This happens every generation where Nintendo does a thing, and maybe they don't do it 100%, yeah. but this is going to be copied by everyone. This is going to be in every other box. Best Some surprise. form of this. But ironically... It should be. But ironically... Oh, man. <laughs> you can have it both ways. With <laughs> so, you know, like, some, games, some games have uh, features that post to these communities. So, like, Mario uh, is terrible. Um, just to give an example of what a bad Miiverse community looks like, because all the posts are, come from inside the game. And it'll be a situation where you'll finish a level without taking damage. And they'll say, hey, do you want to post to the Miiverse about that? And it gets a little location tag, almost like you're geolocating. Like, a, you know, it's like you're posting it from Foursquare or something. Uh, but it says the name of the, the level in Mario. But all those posts are, didn't take any damage. Yay. <laughs> so you it, it clutters it up with a bunch of bullshit. Because you don't get to customize that stuff. Like, the, the, the reasons you get to post to the Miiverse in uh, New Super Brothers, you are determined by 
getting like no damage right. in a stage. Yeah, it's yeah. not or like you get all to, the coins. It's not like you get to the end of the stage and it's like, what would you like to post to the Meverse? Like, what did you accomplish? Yeah, here are things that you did. Would you like to mention those? Like, it it only allows you to post based on very specific conditions, right. which or, and it doesn't let you post. Community. It doesn't really let you post at will either. No. So you can't just go like, I want to post something about this level. What am I going to post? Fuck this level. Like, um, that's, unless unless you go into the Meverse outside of the game, can, then you can post in there, right? I guess so. Yeah, well, but I don't know if it gets tagged as as that location. No, you don't get locations, but you can yeah, go but into the... you can the, post screenshots. Yeah, you could, you could um, like take a screenshot, load out of the yeah. game, go to the Meverse community, then yeah. post it there. Anyway, yeah. regardless of that stuff, the Mario community is cluttered and, and it's a mess. It's impure. It is not it's nominated here. It's ruined by the game. Uh, just to so that you have an example of what we're talking about. What we're talking about is awesome Meverse communities, like the Netflix community, where it is just people drawing pictures of people from movies, and there's just like some legitimately amazing, like think, thinking about people drawing all this stuff on the Wii U gamepad, right? With just a, a, little, a stylus little stylus and, and a single touch stylus. You know, again, you again, get three brush pens, sizes. Three, I oh, think it's three, three brush sizes. Two eraser sizes. Uh, and it's just it's no color, be, right? Yeah, it's no black color, and white. Black and white, and people are just like dr- like killing it, fucking killing it. Drawing amazing, like like just there's actually there's a yeah there's a pretty good Vinny on one of those communities in as the well. Netflix community or no, not in the Netflix okay. community. It's probably in the UPlay community. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say that's, it's probably in, where the, you're, in the Funky Barn. <laughs> I don't know. Funky Barn is pretty good. So I think right our, in the Funky Barn. So I, th- I think our three for this are Funky Barn, YouTube, and Netflix uh, because they are the least about anything. <laughs> uh, Funky Barn has just become people drawing sheep with afros and just like. Just goofing on the very concept what, of Funky Barn. What is happening in the Madden community? It's people drawing. like It's just people arguing about football and talking about football, which is kind of interesting in its yeah. own weird way. Because it's like, you know, no one's playing Madden online. Actually, and that's kind of the other depressing part of it. Some of these communities, you go to like Call of Duty uh, and you see people going like, hey, everyone go play uh, Domination right now. Because if I don't post this here, there's zero people playing it right now. And hopefully this will get enough people to start, start a game going. I don't know how well that works. I didn't go check, but it's it's tragic. Um, YouTube is we posted. Also, I posted. Yeah, that we ended up. Yeah, you know, we participated. Like, exactly. We have we have, have, have kind of poisoned the well <laughs> on the, some of this stuff. I feel that we've maybe you know a little biased, uh, and that we've posted. Well, we posted That's right. numerous things to the Funky Barn community. I have to recluse myself from this conversation. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's Funky Barn, YouTube, and Netflix. Uh, Netflix is interesting because it's like people just going like, I love Torchwood, you know, or whatever the you know fuck is there. That's just me. And yeah, that's, that's just you. Uh, and then YouTube, at, it, you, at its best, YouTube is people ironically talking about their favorite YouTube videos. <laughs> Such a weird idea yeah, to have it, one for YouTube. Right. It's just like people just saying Because like, you can't embed videos. Right. Did you see that one about the cat? You can't even embed links. It's not like you can tap something and go watch a YouTube video. <laughs> Uh, from the community, so not not even if I type in a URL, there's no like no it's, hyperlinking for someone to like select that text and launch something. It's uh, just you, no, I don't think so. I mean, there is a web browser on that thing that might also play YouTube videos, but, but or me, the you know the YouTube right. app. Well, yeah, that's now you're asking a lot. But let me ask you this: so, as somebody who's spent probably the most time in these communities, mm-hmm. most people in the YouTube and Netflix community have probably engaged with the product YouTube or Netflix in the Funky Barn community, what do you think the percentage of Funky Barn owners It approaches is? zero. Okay. Yeah. So those people have 
are just going in there to yeah. grow sheep with afros with right. nothing to do with. And there are other barn. communities that are that are kind of accomplishing that same task. Like you know, not a, not a lot, not a big Ben Ten audience, uh, from what I can tell, and 007 Legends. Uh, but some of those are newer releases, so less time to really fuck them up. Sure. Um, but Funky Barn is the is the most magical of them all because it it really is just this kind of. You know, there's there's something for them to pull from with YouTube and Netflix. They're kind of drawing, you know, it's, it's impressive to see the capabilities uh, and artistic capabilities of the user as well as the, the capabilities of Meverse itself. Right. Funky Barn. Right. Just all the way unhinged, completely just unbridled passion. Right. I want to draw this cow with a disco passion. ball. Exactly. And, and they're doing it. What do you actually do in the game? I don't know. Also, I think Funky Barn community has the most giant bomb logos in it. So I think it wins. I've spent the most time in the Funky Barn community. Exactly. It was where I went as soon as I plugged in my Wii. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to Funky Barn. That's where Pete that's where Peter posted. Winner yeah, of the Funky Barn community. <gasps> Giant Bombs Meverse Community of the Year for 2012. Yeah. Uh, YouTube woo! and Netflix uh runners up. Uh can't wait to see who wins next year. Good job, Wii U. Yeah. And Peter, man. Yeah. Really fucking up that community. <laughs> posts. All right, one more uh, category here for day two. Best use of a licensed song. Uh, separate category from our best music uh, category. And not uh, necessarily best licensed song. This is this is no, 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 no. Use. use. This is a, this is about yeah. use. This is about implementation. Uh, this, is the, this is the Kanye West Saints Row the Third Power Award. Yes, yes, that, that is uh, that uh, that is that is a great example. That particular song is pretty much emblematic of the spirit of this award. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I, I would call it emblematic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, absolutely. So current uh, <laughs> list of nominees here. We've got uh, Far Cry Three with uh, MIA's Paper Planes, which is the <laughs> yes. uh, the very opening of Far Cry Three. Yeah. Which is you really learn to hate magical. Uh, sound shapes. Uh, there are. I, I, I think we meant to go back and so change this, this list. So <laughs> I feel like this this list of things is problematic because we didn't flesh it out right. Yeah. And like, the licensed song needs to be a song that people are somewhat familiar with outside the context of the game. Yeah. And yeah. The, like the, the, like, Beck, the Beck stuff was made for sound shapes. And Hotline Miami, as you know, all of that stuff was, or not all of it, but a lot of that stuff was created uh, separate from the game. Um, I think that flies, though. I mean, we, you know, we're not really judging like the popularity of a song. I think that that can help if it's this recognizable song being used in a weird way. Well, but I think it's. I feel like it's. The but I think I think the Beck one that that may not qualify. I feel like it. I feel like it's your foreknowledge of the song and like what it evokes in the way that they use it in the game that informs. I think that is one way. The overall, but if it is a licensed song that is used incredibly well, that is another. Yeah. More to the point with Hotline Miami, uh, I. Freaking love Hotline Miami and the soundtrack. But are you going to pick one song off it? Yeah, is it, like is I can't, it used especially well. I can't nail that down. And menu music very, very, uh, very well. That menu music, yeah. So, but is, is, that, is that use the the menu? Yes. I wouldn't even say the menu music for me. It's, it's great for a fucking menu. You just want to sit at that menu. For me, it's, it's that sounds like the worst true. use of music. Oh, you need to. We need to listen to that. See, music. for me, it's not. No, even, I, I, it no, even I love that. the menu music, yeah. but I don't want to. I don't want to have to boot up the game to hear it. It's uh, it's it's probably actually that second piece of music that you hear when you're yeah. when you're first laying down the 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 story for Hotline Miami is being set up at the very beginning. Just that real nasty bass line, yeah, uh, 
uh, that would probably be my choice here. But um, I'm just not sure that that's. I don't know. Hmm. So what is this? Uh, this spec ops. So thing? you're there's a radio station in uh, in Dubai. And it's being broadcast around to all the troops, and you kind of hear the guy coming on the radio, and he, he'll give uh, orders and stuff like that from time to time, or, or just kind of, you know, information about your whereabouts to the to the rest of the guys uh, in out there, out there. Um, and as you are getting closer and closer to the radio station, you know, you kind of start it starts it starts to build, uh, and you end up, you know, this this uh, the song "Hush" ends up being used, I guess, as your you're kind of getting a little bit closer to that radio station. It's kind of the, one of the first big firefights. Um, these guys are, are inside a building and you're kind of working your way in. And, you know, there's just kind of a bunch of speakers and the music is, is louder and crazier at that point than it has been up to that point. Uh, and it's I think that might be one of the first areas where you start to see a lot of the guys that the knife guys that just fucking rush you. Yeah. Um, and just that song, just opposed with like some of the, I think it's one of like the, the largest moments yeah, too, where like the freakier the, moments of violence yeah. in that game. I think it's where you start turning to where he starts like the, the like getting cover stuff starts turning into like get the yeah. fucking cover, like yeah. you know what it are you ends doing? Up being kind of one of the more dramatic early moments. It's it's, it's before kind of the big like more ham fisted like oh man these civilians shit right. Um, so it's before you see just how fucked up it is. But who does, you know, who does the song? Uh, who does that song? Hush, it's, um, God damn it. Deep Purple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like to add to this list. Oh, great. Thank you. Um, yeah, we need something. The game is Alan Wake's um, American Nightmare. Okay. And the song is Kasabian's Clubfoot, which is a piece of music that gets used, uh, which one is that? That's like during the event like as the satellites crashing it's the piece of music that's playing there okay i need to i I sort of remember that yeah all right which you know this thing stand is doing pretty well for this category (laughs) Uh, i do i I mean the problem is that like paper planes is going to win yeah it's it's the yeah it's a foregone conclusion it's the reason why we kept this category was because that moment was so that moment is so amazing incredible um the the whole intro to Far Cry Three is so fucking like, like could perfect. Not, like could not believe what I was seeing. Uh, that, that, that 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 we had to keep this category for that. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm okay with with this list. All right, great. Um, yeah. give me give me a second to mull here. Okay, let me let Patrick listen to. I and I'm I'm not going to fight hard for it, but I think that it's uh the the Kasabian the clubfoot moment is uh is strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's good. It's it's actually legitimately yep. good. Uh, it's it's not just yep. uh, padding <laughs> it out. No, that's good. Yeah, and I, I I just don't know, don't, don't know that song outside the context of when they used it. But mm-hmm. yes, fair enough. Um, Forza Horizon. That's just that just has a licensed soundtrack. That's not really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's not necessarily used. Uh, you know, you have three radio stations. There's a well, there's, there's there's a couple of moments, where, yeah, where they are kind of using opening cutscene type stuff, but kind of cutscene, yeah. Um, but it's it's not exceptional. It's definitely one of the games I 
thought about when we were talking about this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like NBA 2K13, that's the JZ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we did we did talk about that a little bit as well. The the Jay-Z executive produced basketball <laughs> game. So here we have uh, uh Far Cry 3 Spec Ops the Line and Alan Wake's American Nightmare as our our three nominees and it seems like everyone's happy with Far Cry 3. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations to Far Cry 3 uh, for its use of MIA's Paper Planes. And uh, that's the winner of Best Use of a Licensed Song. And to and to use that fucking overused, driven into the ground song. Yeah. Like, that's almost, it's, oh, it it's makes perfect. it more perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God damn. <laughs> it, is the, it is the perfect, uh, privileged, uh, you know, debaucherous, spring breaky song. Yep. Uh, that, for those for those characters it to be kept that that tone up from start to finish, man. If they had applied if they had applied the smarts that put that scene together <laughs> to the entirety of the game. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. And that and that is our last category for that, uh, today. That intro should have been on the best moment list. <laughs> Taking it from from uh, the top here, uh, Walking Dead episode of the year. We're giving it to episode three, uh, episodes two and four running up. Best debut, The Walking Dead, uh, with Mark of the Ninja and Fez running up. Best surprise, uh, Azura's Wrath, followed up by Far Cry 3 and Sleepy Dogs, uh, Meverse Community of the Year, of Please course. Please take this seriously. The game is called Sleeping Dogs. Of course, is Funky Barn oh uh, with YouTube and Netflix uh, Meverse communities running up. And finally, best use of licensed song, Far Cry 3, MIA Paper Planes. That's day two of Giant Bomb's Game of the Year 2012 deliberations. We'll be back tomorrow with more categories as we hit uh, hump day here on our uh on our Game of the Year feature. So stick around. We'll see you then.